Hello, and welcome to the Pricing for the Planet podcast, the podcast that explores the intersection of business and sustainability, highlighting profitable and sustainable business models. I'm your host, Fabian Cross, and I'm here to figure out with you how to make sustainability a competitive edge. Indeed, for us, the only path to amplifying and accelerating sustainability is by framing it as a driving force and facilitator for business. Whether you are a business leader, an entrepreneur, or simply curious about monetizing sustainability, our podcast is here for you. Today, I'm super happy to host Brandon Smith, VP Client Services at Human IT. Brandon, thanks for being here. Great to be here, Fabian. Thank you so much. So, Brandon, you know the drill. You know, in this podcast, we like to start from the end. So, first question if listeners could take away just one key message from this podcast, what would it be? I think that would be we're, we're going to talk about two topics today, um, both the people and the planet. But I think what brings those things together is the digital divide. And to work backwards and not to spoil too much, I would say the ish, the the message that the digital divide is not an issue of supply, but one of allocation. So we create 61 million metric tons annually of e-waste. Shockingly, 80% of that ends up in landfills. So we have the technology, it's out there, but it's just mismanaged. So people have hold on to it themselves personally, right? I guarantee everybody watching this podcast right now has something in a drawer, in a closet, an old cell phone, an old laptop, those types of items. It's also at work in your IT closets, in basements, storage facilities. And all it's doing is just getting older, becoming more obsolete, and the opportunity around them is decaying. Mm. On the other hand, you've got one out of five kids, particularly here in the US, and it's even better and worse depending on where you're looking. Um, you've got one out of five kids here in the US that go home after school and don't have a computer or an internet connection in order to do their homework. So that's what we're literally doing is reallocating this business primarily business produced e-waste toward bridging the digital divide um, one pound at a time. Awesome. And you know that, you know, since I've discovered human IT, I keep using it as an example of the value of working with partners and NGO around sustainability. Can you delve into this while introducing yourself? Sure. Yeah. You know, there's a really fantastic synergistic opportunity between businesses and community-based organizations where you can lean on each other's core competencies. I think at the end of the day, businesses have a business to run. They've got shareholders to report to, board members, stakeholders, and at the end of the day, they are there to be profitable. That's the name of the game, right? But at the same time, they also have a community to answer to. There's a community outside of those walls and a world out there in which they themselves, the employees, the shareholders, the board members, and their families live and play. So for organizations like Human IT, we're often, at least in part, fueled by that business sector's resources, as well as their own desire, and not just desire, but even obligation, as we'll get into a little bit later, to care about what's happening outside of those walls. So as I come into that story, it's as the VP of Client Services, I'm that liaison where I'm grateful enough to interact between organizations 
that have IT asset disposition needs where they've got the old unwanted equipment that needs to go somewhere that needs to be wiped and human IT in the middle where we can take in that equipment, wipe that data, refurbish the device, and then give them a second life to help provide digital access to folks of all types. And it's not just the devices either. It's internet connections, training, and support. It's not just throwing a laptop out of the back of a truck and pretending like, hey, now you're connected, you're good to go. No, of course not. Um, But it's important to really uplift and continuously support folks on their journey to becoming true digital citizens. You know, and again, I'm just grateful to be that conduit between businesses and employees and, and folks within those organizations that want to do good. And those on the other side in our communities that need help and need digital access. So it's one company's e-waste can be that low-income student's lifeline yeah. for the rest that, that could pave the way for the rest of their lives. Absolutely. Impressive. And and we were together in Detroit in at one of your facilities, and it was really mind-blowing. So I I I I'm guessing part of the answer, but I wanted to ask the question like. What inspired you to join Humanity? Oh, man, I love this question. You know, my, my journey at Humanity, it was something that a lot of folks seek sustainability. I think a lot of the folks that are listening today are, are sustainability focused and they're driven toward it. I was on the other side. It was really sustainability and, and, and social impact that found me. And what had happened is I was browsing LinkedIn one day. I had a job. I was happy doing my thing. And one, uh, a friend from college actually posted and said, hey, I'm starting this nonprofit organization. We're giving away 100 computers to 100 low-income families in not the greatest area of, of Los Angeles, California. So they're looking for volunteers. I'll go out there, you know. So Saturday morning, head out there with a cup of coffee. And, and the way that it worked, it was there was a, a line of 100 families. And there was essentially an assembly line of distribution, right? So Station one, you would get your, we were doing towers at the time. We do much more laptops nowadays, but it was, here's your desktop, right? So here's your tower, here's your monitor, here's your mouse. And folks would go down the line and and I was the keyboard guy uh, that day. (laughs) And um, a mother had come through and she has a tower in one arm, a kid in the other, hanging onto the monitor, kind of like this. She's got paper sticking up through the middle about how to access her her Microsoft Office and, and operating system. And hands are absolutely full, you know, so I I say hello to her and I look down and she has just the cutest little girl with her. And it's just that quintessential cute kid, right? You know, three feet tall, overalls, pink shirt, braids, beautiful smile. I'll never forget what she looks like. And I just, oh, hi, you know, good morning. Here you go. And, and I hand her the keyboard and she takes it from me and and brings it into her chest and, and hugs it. And actually starts to cry. And that was, that was a life-changing moment for me. It, it really was, not professionally and personally both. When I handed her this keyboard and I could tell what that meant to her, you know, and, and it wasn't now I could talk to my friends or watch cartoons or do my homework. Who am I to judge how you want to use that device? But I looked the digital divide in the eyes that day. And it was really fantastic to see what that meant to her and I'm sitting here with my iPhone in my pocket and my smartwatch and smart car and several, you know, devices at home. And this little girl was getting her first, you know, and it, it, I saw what that meant for her and what that could mean for her and the rest of her life. And it, it really brought home what it meant 
to have a personal device in the own in your own home, right? Especially pre-pandemic, there was a lot of oh, go to the Starbucks parking lot and use the free Wi-Fi, or go to the local library and borrow a computer. And is that really what we should expect be expecting of an eight-year-old child in 2023? You know, I, I don't think so. I think we could do better than that. So. I saw what I felt the digital divide that day and went to the, the founders of the organization and said, hey, I love what you're doing. I want to be a part of it. And they said, that's great. We're too, we're too early on. We, we can't quite afford to pay. We can't pay you. But um, if you want to volunteer and see what we can do is growing this organization together, it'd be fantastic to, to bring you on eventually. So I was brought on as a volunteer. And, and six months later, I was able to bring in more technology from different businesses to help fuel our mission and grow things. And I was employee number nine then. We're pushing closer to 200 nowadays. And it's been an exciting ride over the last seven and a half years. And and I'm excited to see where we'll go from there. But that is my origin. And I'm still here and, and still fighting a good fight. Nice. And I, I, I love the story about, you know, the impact on the, you know, on the, on the local society, on your community. But the best part, especially, you know, for, for this audience, for this podcast, it's you are going way beyond just the local impact. Can you maybe explain how human IT really creates value for its clients and partners? Absolutely. So really on our end is the way that we look at it is you're able to get the nonprofit impact and feel of, of, of feeling good about what you're doing but the business services that you need anyhow and that you ultimately cannot sacrifice, especially when you're coming down to owned assets and data, right? Employee data, customer data, there's no cutting corners there. And you have to be, you have to meet and exceed those levels. So I think for us is our, our mission or our messaging rather is that you don't need to sacrifice level or quality or speed of service in order to make a difference. You don't have to feel like you're stepping down in order to make an impact, right? So people are often impressed to learn the volume that we do, uh, the types of global multinational companies that we work with, the fact that we serve governments, banks, law offices, hospitals with their data security, um, and how our reporting standards, our, our, our methods, our processes, and even our certifications, how advanced they are as a nonprofit. We get a little bit of a misnomer. We've got to fight against the idea of a nonprofit showing up with, you know, your uh, four-door car hoping to, you know, with, with a volunteer hoping to fit all the e-waste in there. No, we, we show up professionally um, and provide the documentation, complimentary itemized tax deductible receipts, certificates of data destruction, as well with the NIST, NIST 888, HIPAA, and DOD compliant wipes. But like I said, it's really about covering those business needs above and beyond, but then also creating that impact. So Hopefully it's a no-brainer when you have two choices there. And to make even more business sense, to really bring that around is our pricing model. You know, we don't get, we're not trying to nickel and dime donors in order to to, to make our revenue, right? Uh, we've got other methods of doing that. But I, I tell folks, you know, we try not to put a couple hundred dollar invoice between you doing good and not, if that's the deal breaker, because there's plenty of opportunity in that technology and we all want to see that get to someone in need. We don't want to see it in a landfill. So let's work together and make this happen. Nice. I like this, this story. It's very impressive. And, and again, I was really impressed by what, what I've seen in Detroit and the scale of your operation. It was really impressive. Thank and you. 
again, you know, core question from, from our audience. It's, do you think that working with human IT could really help companies and entrepreneurs to position sustainability as a competitive edge? Yeah, really working off of what you said. So we have, and, and just as a heads up, uh, we have a facility in Detroit. We're also in Los Angeles, um, California. So we, we cover the North America, I, I could say, from that end. And then we have reach beyond that. So it's really Los Angeles is headquarters and we grow up from there. But to your point and to your question, it is a global approach and it is something that we all should be looking at. And ironically enough, with the timing, the issue of the pricing for the planet's digest that just came out a couple days yeah. ago, uh, you speak to ESRS, which is environmental sustainable. Let me try it again. Environmental Sustainability Reporting Standards that were brought up. And what those are, a lot of folks don't know that they're coming, but mm. starting 1-1, you know, in two months from now, large organizations in the UR, EU rather, are going to require, are going to be required to report their ESG performance. Yeah. And as many requirements, um, just like those USB-Cs that everyone's starting to see now, they started over in Europe and now it's in the US and now it's a mainstay. Right. So just similar to this, to that, these protocols, these requirements are not going to stay in the U, the EU. Multinational organizations right away, if you've got business or employees or facilities out there, you're going to have to abide by that right away. And getting ahead of that is the opportunity, I think. Mm -hmm. It's it's paving the way and being the thought leader about, hey, this is going to happen anyhow. I know about it. I'm going to start reporting it now. I'm going to provide value out in the community for the planet. And I'm going to let invested stakeholders know about what's happening. So my suggestion there is just go ahead and get ahead of that and make walk the walk as far as making that impact and being, you know, adhering to the ESG guidelines and reporting it now. And you're going to be good or great or even excellent at before your competitors even start. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I love this, this approach. And that's really what we say, which is, you know, because I think you have more than a thousand data points from the ESRS. So that's a lot of data points. So obviously you won't be able to cover all of them all at once. But then if you really follow the value of your company, so if you have a company and you are really involved into your local community, you can pick some of those data points. And I know actually as a matter of fact that the amount of e-wastes is one of these data points. So you can really say, okay, this one is important. I want to be involved in my local communities. I will partner with human IT and I will really create this proximity with my, you know, my, my neighbors and my communities here. And I think that's how you can really turn sustainability because now you can talk about it in your communication. You can involve your staff and members. You can hire better. You can, you know, create a better sticky, stickiness in terms of, you know, customer loyalty in your neighborhood. So that's really like by starting with humanity, you can really show your involvement and transform that into what we call a competitive edge, 100%. Exactly. You know, it... 10, even 20 years ago, it, it very much so felt like a nice to have. It's nice that they're doing that. But now it, it is a need to have. And, and I think that this reporting and these standards are going in that direction. It's also, it, it's one of the top things that executives are talking about, executive circles and leadership circles and investors. Uh, if you go to any investing platform right now, there's always a sustainability tab. 
there's there's ways to invest in companies that have ESG rankings in them. So and everyone has heard about global warming and and, and everything going on right now has has never been hotter or more important, right? So this is the opportunity for all of us to get ahead of that and, and do something about that. You know, a lot of people I think with looking at sustainability saw it as a personal challenge, right? Something that like, what can I do? What can I do at home? And by all means, please make sure that you're reusing, composting, recycling, those types of activities. But the business sector just drives so much of this. And the social sector is starting to drive the business sector saying, what are we doing out there? And that's what the money is saying as well. The, the money is going into the sustainability efforts of the people that are living and, and breathing and walking in that direction. So there's so many different indicators and reasons to make business decisions that are also sustainability uh, decisions. Perfect. And so full disclosure for the audience, I'm trying to position human IT actually at, at my company at Google. So, but I will ask the question because I've started f- f- like there asking the question. So Brandon, we, we are all convinced that it's super important to work with human IT. But where do we start and, you know, how does that work to, you know, start a collaboration with humanity? Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you for asking that. You know, it's, as I said earlier, it's, it's I'm, I'm meeting more people that, that are leading personally with sustainability. And I, and I would put you in that bucket absolutely with, with this group that you lead here and, and taking your conversations to Google about how we can work together. And that is the biggest compliment we can receive essentially is is spreading the word about what we're doing, who we are, what we do, who we help, the mission, the problem. And anyone, and I mean, anyone can make an impact through us. So you don't have to leave. You don't have to write us a check. You don't have to volunteer your time. We'll take those things, but you could essentially stay where you are and what you're doing and just ask your employer, what are we doing with our old and unwanted stuff? Every three years, I get a new laptop. Where's the old one going? You know, where's, where's that pile of stuff going? Uh, we just refreshed this. We just got a new phone system. And asking those questions and imploring, they may or may not know, but there's an opportunity there to educate and inform about human IT and what we do. So if you go to our website, at the very top, you'll see a bright tab that says donate. And from there, you could either request info, just, hey, just looking to have a conversation, just have some questions, or looking for some info on, on this particular topic, right? We can support you with that to go back to your employer and provide that either proactively or reactively. And, and, or you reach out to that same tab and say, Hey, I'm ready to donate. I've got 10 of these, five of those 50 of the other. Right. And we're able to actually work with that and determine what reporting you're looking for. Um, typically with it or procurement, right? So maybe not you in your role every day, but we'll work with those folks to make sure all the boxes are checked from a reporting and data sanitization standpoint. We'll talk about logistics, right? How do we get it from you to us? Um, we'll worry about getting it from us to the community, but we'll we'll check all those boxes and, and go through that process. And if you put in a web form request that way, it will respond within one business day um, via email or phone. Um, just looking to see how we can help you, help us, help other folks. Perfect. And again, as a reminder, so it's www.human-i-t.org. Am I right? Exactly. Yes, Fabian. Thank you. Yep. Perfect. And, and I will put it in the like, comment section so it's, it would be easy to, to click on. 
Perfect. And, and so, Brandon, again, you know, thank you for what you are doing with human IT. I think it's really, really impressive and fascinating. And we need more, you know, we need more people like you. And to get more people like you, we have one important question. So what guidance would you give to those who are enthusiastic about joining the sustainability initiative, but are not sure where to start? That's that's a very common question that I hear is, is what, what can I do? How do I get involved? And whether that is something where it's e-waste with human IT, or like I said earlier, like composting, or just whatever that sustainability journey looks like for you, what I would suggest is starting with who you are, what drives you forward, right? And I don't want to see cliche because it just seems, I feel like it's a little bit of a common answer, but social media, right? But, but go out there and connect with a global audience to really learn more, identify what solutions are out there, connect with others on that global level, and then see where you fit in to that, to that solution, right? So whether it's your professional traits, what you do at your job and lending that expertise towards sustainability cause, it's your communication skills, your network, really anything. I think what's important is leaning into what you are passionate about and what you're best at to make the most change possible. And I think if you bring that together along with that conduit, with that avenue, with that network, working together can really make fantastic things happen. Yeah, and I love it. It's funny because I'm just about to release one podcast episode and and I had this question and it was the same one. So like... And the answer was like, start with with you. I mean, y- your impact being you at the best of your capacity, if it's well, you know, used, your impact will be, you know, so high and, you know, you will have so much impact, but you need to take some time to understand who you are, where you are good, you know, what, you know, what's. Uh, what skill set do you have and where do you really want to go? And very often we see a lot of people rushing into, oh, I will join this NGO because, you know, it's sexy or, you know, I just saw an ad and I, it looks cool or my friends think it's good or it's, you know, fancy. And they don't take this time. They don't spend this time like, you know, looking at, you know, yourself, better understanding you. So I think it's super, super important. Mm-hmm. Well said, you know, follow your heart. Go, go where you want to go, because at the end of the day, that that company, that brand name or their the reputation is going to be and feel very different than what it is to actually step into that role and do the work. And if you're not enjoying every moment of that, or you're feeling like you're not being part of an impact or making a difference, it's going to fizzle out very quickly, and it's going to be a very short-lived experience. So, if you could find something that you're good at, that you enjoy. And that you can feel passionate about and know that you're making a difference. That is that trifecta right there. Perfect. And again, so folks, you know, big reminder. I think it's if you have any e-waste or any computers, mobile phones, landline phones, everything electronic, reach out to human IT. That's I love the concept. I think it's very impactful. I have clients working with human IT. I'm trying to convince my company. And, you know, I think that's just a very, very pragmatic and simple way of having an impact, doing something super simple. Like we used to think, okay, we will put everything into, you know, like a, 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 a land fine, which is, which makes no sense. You know, put that into garbage makes no sense. And there is this great option. It's, you know, it's, it's almost too simple. Right? It's like, okay, just pick up your phone. <laughs> 
and call human IT and, and they will figure that out for you. Well said. So, so Brennan, again, thank you so much. It was really, really interesting. It was my pleasure, Fabian. I really appreciate you having us today and I'm glad to share the word and looking forward to hopefully connecting with folks after this and, and seeing what, what great work we can do together. Absolutely. And, and everybody, thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you found it insightful and inspiring. If you want to stay connected with us, learn more and continue this sustainability journey and discussion, please subscribe to our biweekly digest on www.pricingfortheplanet.com and follow us on LinkedIn. You can also, again, check, on, check out Human IT on www.human-i-t.org. But listeners, we, we also need your help by leaving a comment and rating this podcast. I hope it will be five stars. You are not just giving us feedback. You are also helping boost the visibility of these critical discussions. Every comment, every like, every share help us reach more people and spread the word about our mission. And don't forget, the only path to amplifying and accelerating sustainability is by framing it as a driving force and facilitator for business. And I think Humanity was a great example of that. So thank you for your time, your interest, and your commitment to sustainability. Be well. <laughs>